It's my pleasure to welcome back Peter Dart, the superintendent of Mansfield Public Schools. Our primary focus today is to get an update on where things stand as far as the new Mansfield Elementary School, but we'll talk other things as well. Peter, good morning. Thanks for joining me for today. Was Tuesday this week your first actual snow day of the year? Uh, good morning, Wayne, and uh, good morning to all your listeners. Uh, indeed, it was. We had uh, a day in December right before the break where it was wind and power outage, uh, but Tuesday was the good old-fashioned New England snow day, uh, and timing, as you know, was perfect so that we could make that call before uh, uh, the, the Tuesday uh, event. And so uh, hopefully families and, uh, and staff and students were able to get out and enjoy. I saw a lot of people out on uh, Horse Barn Hill and uh, it was nice to, to have that time. I think snow days are, are a bit of wellness, and given uh, the kind of strange winter we've had, it was nice to see snow. I agree that that was kind of an easy call and a good call to call off school earlier this week, Tuesday. Is that a, sometimes, though, a no-win situation for superintendent? Sometimes you make the call, whether it's delay, whether it's have school, whether it's to cancel school, and you always hear from both sides of the aisle. People think it wasn't always the right decision. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I've been uh, lucky that actually I've not heard that yet. Uh, but I do know that it, uh, that's a challenge, uh, especially when we have these uh, strange storms that are a combination of rain, freezing rain, sleet. And uh, you know where we are and the I-84 kind of corridor is that threshold that we often see that we're just right on the, the cusp of it. And elevation is everything. But, uh, you know, uh, many of your listeners probably suspect, and they are correct, area superintendents are very careful. We're up at 3.34 in the morning connecting with our, uh, to public, uh, our public uh, works departments. We connect with each other. Uh, we want to make a, a good regional decision. Sometimes we have to go out uh, alone and make a decision what's best for our town. But we, we keep our eye on, on all of those elements. Uh, and never take it lightly. Uh, you know, our core business is teaching and learning. We want to engage our families. We know for some of our families it's a loss of wages when we have to cancel, so we're sensitive to that. We want to uh, keep our kids engaged. Um, but, uh, you know, that collective effort, and I, I just a shout-out to our, our road crews and uh, public works department. They are super supportive and responsive. They know what their key job is, and they also uh, advise us when, hey, it, it's not looking good. Was Tuesday just a straight day off, or now that we've gotten into a virtual technology for the last couple of years, are there days when they don't go into the school, but they still do virtual learning from home? Uh, no, here in Mansfield, we, uh, we've held on to the good old-fashioned snow day, which means no, no school. Uh, I know uh, out in Coventry, uh, they had a, a remote learning day. When your uh, calendar allows for uh, more than 180 student uh, work days, uh, you can do that. Uh, we feel that we have seen the best and the worst of virtual learning. And, uh, you know, when it comes to the whole child, which we talk a lot about, I think kids learn more sometimes when they put on the snowsuit uh, and they spend a day outside sledding and, and building uh, snow people and uh, just having fun. That uh, we have to be careful not to uh, be so serious about uh, teaching and learning that we forget about the human experience of snow and, and having that unexpected day off.
Peter, when we spoke last August, the school year was about to begin. Now that you're more than halfway through your first year as superintendent, how's the new job going? Uh, it's amazing. You know, I, I am blessed. Uh, I I have an amazing, talented staff, uh, educators who are talented, staff members who are all in it for the right reason. Um, we've talked a lot about uh, our core beliefs of of equity and and um, growing our educators, but a theme of my work has been building partnerships. I started this job and I'm continuing to hit the ground uh, learning, but I listen. And uh, we have had many successful family engagement events uh, where I've learned more about my community that has helped me better inform uh, our decision-making process and how we best support. So we've had family advisory meetings monthly. We have a new diversity, equity, inclusion team. Uh, we're reaching out to PTOs and associations. Our school-level leaders, our principals uh, are engaged. And we've also partnered with our university partners, uh, UConn, Eastern. We've reached out to Peace at Home to offer special events to help support the partnership that is absolutely important in our work with children. Uh, so uh, it has just been filled with uh, amazing events. And, and again and again, uh, regardless where people are and the challenges we have, I hear a firm commitment that they are on board with this idea of supporting the whole child, knowing each student, and ensuring deep learning. And that's our common ground. That's our North Star. That's what's guiding the work. And I'm thrilled to be here. I to be a part of this team. After a bit of a delay, your students and staff about to move into a brand new elementary school. That must be incredibly exciting. Tell me about that. Uh, more than you can uh, believe or understand. Uh, you know, imagine uh, the wait. Uh, and uh, with that, I, I often say the wait is going to be worth it. And as we inch closer, you know, we're within 18 school days of actually moving in with students. Uh, it is incredible. Uh, this building, 80,000 square feet dedicated to pre-K through grade four, is a net zero building. It will be the first elementary uh, fully designed net zero building uh, that is a teaching tool and is relevant to our community that believes in sustainability. But the thing that I'm most excited about that drove the design of this building is what we call 21st century teaching and learning. It means that no longer do we think learning exists in four walls defined as a classroom, but uh, the school has to be flexible to allow students to collaborate, to communicate, to engage in small group work, uh, to be able to use technology and print material. Uh, the, the building itself uh, has a lot of flexible breakout spaces where grade level teams have a house and have adjacent areas out in the hallway for kids to work in. There's furniture out there, very comfortable. There's teaching materials. And then our educators have these workrooms uh, so that we are encouraging our educators to work collaboratively as teams because that is part of 21st century learning, that no longer do you just walk into a classroom and close the door and we'll see you in June. Uh, it is a, uh, an ongoing dynamic process where we learn together as adults, as staff members, and we best support our kids in more of a fluid uh, way. You know, information is a free and easy commodity, right? Uh, we have computers, we have smartphones. We need to do a better job uh, engaging our kids in 
learning the foundational skills and then applying them to real world uh, applications and, and experiences, problem solving and, and critical thinking is all part of that project-based approach that we have here in uh, Mansfield. Peter, I saw in the Chronicle yesterday a reference that the bathrooms at the new school caused some reaction. Do tell. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, here I'm going to applaud the school building committee uh, three years ago. Uh, started to think of bathrooms. Anyone who's worked in uh, a school knows that student bathrooms can be a challenge, uh, and we always think of safety. Uh, we think of appropriate access. So uh, we wanted to make sure that the new uh, building uh, was safe uh, and approachable for all of our students. And so we uh, have landed in a really successful place. And, and uh, Wayne, this is an example of the family advisory groups. I met with many different families of different faith backgrounds and cultural uh, understandings and expectations that our design of having gender-neutral bathrooms uh, didn't feel exactly supportive and right for all of our members. So we went back to the drawing board and we looked at uh, the site plan, we looked at our bathrooms, and we came up with uh, an easy, quick solution that will allow us to have gender-specific, traditional bathrooms for male, female, and we will also have private, single-use, unisex or gender-neutral bathrooms. We know that we want all of our students to feel safe, to feel like they have access. We don't want any student to have to ask to see the nurse or, or go to a special bathroom uh, just because they have certain needs or they have certain beliefs. And so uh, I really credit my families for helping us rethink the design uh, and when our community sees these bathrooms, they're, they're going to be blown away. Uh, the sink and mirrors are actually out in the hallway uh, so that, you know, we're thinking during the pandemic, a lot of people were washing their hands, and the washing sometimes was the safety issue, was the, the slowing down part. So that's more public-facing. And then going around this baffle, you enter into toilet rooms uh, where you can access uh, the restrooms. So, uh, you know... I'm excited because I think we have a perfect solution that all students will feel honored, protected, will feel safe, will identify with a place that's nearby that meets their needs, uh, and that allows us to keep our kids safe and to allow supervision. You know, we don't do enough toilet, toilet talk on the radio here. Peter, from the perspective of an educator, what makes the new Mansfield Elementary School special as a space for learning? Yeah, well, I, I talked about that 21st century design. It, it's the, the flexibility. Um, you know, in net zero, that means that over the course of a year, we are producing, generating, and conserving enough energy to break the bonds of traditional uh, fossil fuel um, and uh, connections to the grid. So everyone who enters that building immediately sees a lot of natural ambient light everywhere. In fact, on most days, you don't need to turn a light on uh, to uh, walk into a fully illuminated room. It just feels warm and inviting. Uh, we also have the best in our furniture. So most of our furniture, uh, if not everything, is on wheels. Um, we do not want to see a fixed classroom of rows of desks where uh, it's set up in August and it stays that way until June. We know that classrooms are dynamic spaces, and so the tables, the desks, the chairs, they're on wheels, they're going to move. And then we've also embraced outdoor learning. 
Uh, again, I mentioned the pandemic. We learned that, number one, being outside is good for kids. So, you know, we've, we've always had long, robust uh, breaks and um, recess periods. But we also learned that actually we need to do a better job identifying uh, instructional spaces outside. So outside our art um, classrooms, there are outdoor learning areas. There's an outdoor school garden with raised beds, appropriate seating. And then there's just this beautiful campus. You know, we're adjacent to Mansfield Hollow. We have a walking path. We have even a trike path that's a, a modified figure eight course for kids, um, cutting edge uh, playscapes. So all of that is really addressing the fact that um, we've changed uh, as an institution. Uh, gone are the mechanistic days of education of, you know, the, the eight to, to four uh, kind of push them out schedule driven to being a little more nimble and responsive to growing the whole child and knowing that 21st century learning, we have to replicate what we see in the workplace and be prepared to support our students to take on jobs that have not even yet been created. Uh, and so we've learned a lot, uh, and I am so excited about this building. Peter, what kind of feedback have you gotten from teachers as they visit and begin setting up classrooms at the new Mansfield Elementary School? Yeah, well, I tell you, uh, every now and then I'll get a text from a teacher or they'll send me a, a picture or they'll email me. Uh, they're thrilled. Uh, one teacher in particular, uh, this is a teacher who uh, could be near retirement, but uh, is so excited and uh, had some release time from uh, his uh, classroom to just work in his new classroom to start setting up. And he said uh, he could have stayed there all night. Uh, there was snow and sleet coming in, and he was thinking, I, I, need, to, I need to get home. Uh, but he just kept on sitting in the space, being inspired and excited. Uh, I hear that again and again. I know that the move is challenging, and I want to make sure that our community uh, hears this loud and clear. We're doing our best to support our, our staff members and our teachers. We're giving them time to set up. But the building is a challenge, and this is not a traditional uh, period in our academic year to move. But in spite of all of that, again and again, I hear people talk about uh, if this is long overdue and this building will do everything and more that a building can do. We know that school is more than just four walls and, and a, a, a building, uh, but this is going to give us the latest, greatest tools to really actualize and deepen our vision of teaching and learning. And I bet some of the students will be going to school there have had a look at it, too. Any feedback from them? Oh, they, they are super excited. Uh, I, I've, I've talked to some of the students, and, and I've heard uh, the ones especially that uh, had a chance on a weekend to, to uh, walk around the campus and, and visit the Playscape, uh, they're just blown away. We have coming up in March student field trips because we believe the move is a teachable moment. We want our kids to be a part of that. So we're having uh, uh, days where kids are going to board the bus from their uh, campuses, go with their teacher to their classroom, and help with the move, help set up, help start learning about their new instructional space. But every time uh, a, a student sees a picture, uh, visits the campus, uh, all I hear is that they are excited. And, and just keep in mind, we're right now three schools that have consolidated in two of our older buildings that really uh, were, were a little overcrowded, uh, and those 
those buildings aren't best supporting the needs of our kids. So we can't wait, and, and especially our kids, they deserve uh, a chance to get in there as soon as possible. That sounds tremendous. And lastly, I know the community must be anxious to see the new space. When will you be able to open the doors for tours? Yeah, so uh, we're starting to do that. First, I, I sent a uh, an invitation to all adjacent land owners around the building. I wanted them to know, as superintendent, that I appreciated uh, their patience. They had front row seats for several years of construction. So I wanted uh, that group of community members to get first dibs of a tour. Um, but we have self-guided family tours coming up of the campus on uh, March uh, 18th. Uh, and then we're doing evening tours from 4 to 7 p.m. Uh, the week of March 27th, where the doors will be open. We're going to provide maps and uh, QR codes, so bring your smartphones to learn more about the building as you walk through. There is so much to learn about that space. And then, of course, the ribbon cutting. Uh, this is going to be a community-wide uh, two-day event uh, where we open up our doors uh, and we celebrate an amazing um, a resource for the community. Uh, I hope that this building is the pride of Mansfield. I know it's going to be, but I hope Mansfield understands uh, that this is a building that I that needs to be used 365 days out of the year. That uh, we're partnering with Park and Rec. We're we're thinking of how to best utilize uh, this amazing space. An exciting time for education in Mansfield with the opening of the new Mansfield Elementary School. Peter, great job. Thanks for joining me today. We'll catch up with you down the road. Well, thank you, Wayne. Always a pleasure. Take care. Peter Dart, the superintendent of Mansfield Public Schools on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.